Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, I hope you're ready to take some notes because today's podcast is chock full of great tips. If you are just getting in, just tipping your toes into the practice of prayer or being intentional in prayer, and I'm saying P-R-A-Y-E-R, prayer. I'm sorry, sometimes the Southern accent cannot be overcome, but we are going to be talking about prayer in today's podcast and then in the next podcast we're covering this. It's a two-parter because it's too big, too much, and too important to just lightly cover in one session. All right, so point one, we're going to have seven acts of intentional prayer, seven ways to increase your prayer life, and we're using ACTS as an acronym, A-C-T-S. Now, if you've been in the faith for a while, if you've been walking with the Lord or have gone to summer camp, you probably already know this whole acronym. But if not, if you're new, then I'm so excited to be able to share this with you. So point one, do not overcomplicate this. What is prayer? Well, prayer is simply talking to God or crying out, depending on your circumstance and your current situation. The Bible says that it's not mindless repetition or many words that gets us heard. So a few misconceptions I want to clear up before we go any further. It's not throwing a prayer up to the man upstairs. It's not meaningless repetitions where we say the same thing over and over and over and over. It's not mindlessly sitting there with your mind a blank prayer in itself is a conversation where you speak and where you listen to where you let your heart be known to the Father who already knows what we need. But He does desire that we ask. And sometimes when we pray, the need is so deep and so great that we don't even know what to pray. And the Bible tells us in that instance that the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groanings too deep for us to even understand. And that the Lord sits at the right hand of God the Father, and He's our mediator. He's our intercessor, our mediator. So number one, A, or that it's not meaningless repetition. Let me go back to that because I'm uh, completely skipped. When it's not a mindless repetition or many words, the Bible says in Matthew 6, verses 5 and 6, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the street, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have the reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. 
Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. That's just kind of a backdrop to pray openly, to pray about all things. Lost car keys, sick children, a parking spot, terminally ill folks. And you're like, what? You're going to lump all those together? Absolutely. I'm going to say pray without ceasing. Pray about all things. Pray about the big things. Pray about the small things. Because the more we pray, the more that we're prompted to pray. The more we see answers to our prayer, then the more our faith grows, the more that we can trust our Father, the more we know that the Lord is for us and not against us. Okay, number two, begin praying without ceasing. Now on this, I'm just going to say use a trigger as a reminder. And when I say trigger, I've got that in air quotes. So I've already encouraged you in other podcasts to start a prayer journal where You aren't just saying, oh, I'll pray for you. Oh, I'll be thinking about you. Okay, really? Are you? I made it a goal several years ago to never say, oh, I'll be praying for you. And I've stopped saying, I'll be thinking about you a long time ago. What does that even mean? I'll be thinking about you. Good luck. Hope it goes well. You know, peace be with you. No, 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 no. I am thinking about you. But when I think about you, I'm bringing you to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am bringing you before the Lord with open hands, asking him specifically for you, praying for you in your time of need. So whether it's a Facebook pop-up, it's an Instagram feed, it's a text message I get, it is a announcement on my bulletin at church, I've started keeping a prayer journal. And in this prayer journal, I'll write down the name and the need and the date. And what happens is as you go back and you see those prayers be answered and you do a star or you do a check mark, then you can go back and look through the past year, how, or the past two years, or the past five years, how faithful the Lord has been to answer your prayers. Now, does that mean everything I ask for is answered in the way that I prayed for it? Absolutely not. But when we pray the prayer that never fails, thy will be done, then we can't help but be a winner. Okay, so I said triggers. If you have a prayer journal that lays on top of your Bible or on your bedside table or in a drawer so that you're doing your gratitude journal there with it, then that's a trigger. When you pick up your Bible to have your quiet time, to study the Word, to open your Bible app, then there's that prayer journal and flip through it and you be faithful in prayer to lift those people up before the Lord. If you have a note app on your phone, then when you're scrolling Facebook, when you're sitting in the carpool line, when you're getting ready to play a mindless game. If you have that note app, whether it's notepad, whether it's um, any kind of note application on your phone, you can keep that and you can just scroll through and you can pray for it. And that's really handy because we usually have our phones with us, whereas we may not have a prayer journal with us. Next one, number C, when any emergency vehicle passes, immediately pray for all involved, for the workers that they'll be skilled and discerning and kind and patient and not upset that they will be safe as they travel through and as they try to get from point A to point B. And for the people that are actually involved in the wreck, that if they don't know the Lord, that they would come to know him through this horrible situation. And then for the families that are going to have to hear the good news or the good news. Oh my word. Hear the bad news. Hear this traumatizing news that has just changed their life in a heartbeat. And as they come to the hospital with fear and trepidation and worry and all of the things that goes into getting bad news, 
that I pray for them. And it, and I'm not talking that I'm like closing my eyes and pulling off on the side of the road. I'm just, it is an instantaneous, oh Lord. And I'm just crying out for all of those things. Another trigger for me, because we have moved multiple times through the years, is anytime I see a moving van, I am praying for that family, for the relocation, for the the handling of their goods, that things won't be lost and broken, for their establishment and their new place where they're going, for the family that's moving into their home. I just pray for all of that. I just cover it for the kids as they're going to school, for their teachers, for friendships. So just in the simple passing of a moving van, you can pray for a whole family that you'll never meet. But it, I just think that it releases the Spirit, the Holy Spirit and the angels to go before us and to protect them and to guard them and to guide them. D, actively, or that might be E. E, actively write down prayer requests and pray for it right then. So if you let your yes be yes, let your no be no. If someone shares a prayer request with you, that's easy for me to say. If someone shares a prayer request with you, they are entrusting you. They're trusting you to pray and they're entrusting you with their concern, with their heart, with their problem. So go ahead and immediately write that down. That's where that phone app comes so handy and pray right then, but then come back again and again and revisit it. And remember to ask them, has the Lord answered this? Do I need to still keep praying? Use the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, if you don't know how to pray or where to begin. And we're going to talk about that. And I'll share a funny with you from my life. When we lived in one of our towns, I did this automatically. If I'm in my car, I'm driving, it's my car, it's my vehicle. And I have some passengers in the car, but not to worry because here comes an ambulance. So I am praying. I was like, so right there at the stoplight, Lord, please be with those workers. Please be with all of the, the healthcare guys as they go. Lord, keep them safe. Give them wisdom and discernment and knowledge as they look at this that they're getting ready to come upon. Lord, guard their hearts so that they won't be hardened. Let them know exactly what they need to do. Let them speak words of comfort. And I just went on and on. And I prayed fully for the situation and then the light changes and I keep driving, having no idea. I have totally freaked out the passenger in my passenger seat. As a matter of fact, I didn't know it for years that I totally flipped her lid and sent her off the edge of the cliff with not just a gentle little push, but with a whoof, big shove right off the edge of the cliff. And she thought I was Coco for Coco Crisp. I mean, she thought I was off the rocker and she told me that. She said, you know what? It was not until I got a call when my daughter had a car wreck that I truly appreciated the fact that you prayed for people you did not know. And I so hoped that you were in the range of hearing that ambulance because I knew that my daughter needed it. And at that point, none of them knew the Lord. And since then, they've all come to the Lord. Um, But that's another podcast for another time. But people will think you're weird. People will think you're crazy. That's okay. You keep being you. You keep doing you. Do the do and pray. Pray without ceasing. Okay, so that should have been five or six points under begin to pray without ceasing, using your triggers in a good way. Number three. So this is the ACTS acronym, A. That stands for adoration. What I'm referring to there is repeating scripture back to the Lord. Repeat words of scripture, list his character qualities, praise his name, give glory and honor to him, uh, uplifting music where you're in a, in a spirit of worship for, for a, a hot minute, where you're just entering into nothing but thanking the Lord for who he is. Now, starting in Psalms, there's a whole section of Psalms that's just a really great place to begin if you don't even know how to do this. So adoration, you're just going to spend the first few minutes 
recognizing and honoring the Lord for who he is. Okay, point four, C. C equals confess. Confess means honestly evaluating where you are and confessing all your known sin. Now, this is not going to surprise God. Not, not, not. He knows it, but he wants us to share it with him. The criticism you let slip about your husband, the slanderous thoughts or words that slip past your mouth, the judgment you have against a coworker, the bitterness in spirit, the anger, the jealousy, all of those things that are anti the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Ask the Lord to show you where in your life you are not any of those things. And if you're like me and you're always right, then you might have to dig a little deeper and ask the Lord to show you the blind spots, the spiteful things that you say. Sometimes, I, I mean, I do great in the morning. But when I'm in bed and I'm just getting up, I'm great. And then my feet hit the floor. So confession goes a long way. Keep short accounts with God. Confess. And then five is T. T is for Thanksgiving. Spend a few moments in Thanksgiving. What do you have? We talked about our gratitude journal in another podcast. And so thankfulness, just thanking the Lord for your life, for provision. If you haven't had COVID, if you still have your sense of smell and taste and sight and hearing and touch, what would you truly miss if you weren't appreciative of it? For this yesterday, I smelled, I was coming home, I had the windows down and yards had been freshly mowed. And I just praise the Lord and thank him for that smell that just, that I just appreciate. Um, Hot showers, hot water, food, car, my senses, my family, my health, birthdays, books, mentors, podcasts, pets, computer that works, internet, my car, tires, oil, gas, we could go on and on. What would you miss if you no longer had it simply because you weren't appreciative? So Thanksgiving. And the Bible tells us in James that make no mistake, my brothers, every good and perfect gift is from the Lord, coming down from the Father of lights with whom there, there is no variation or shifting of shadow. So make sure that we're giving thanks. We want to be like the one leper who returned rather than the nine that left. We ask God for something. We want to thank him when he supplies. And then S is supplication. Now, I love the word supplication. It's an old word. It means to pray for others people who have needs. We're going to intercede for others. We're going to give supplication for others. Who has needs? Who is sick? Who is grieving, depressed, struggling with mental health issues, newly separated, sending kids to kindergarten or college? Who among you has kids who are struggling with bullies? Who's been in the online space and has been a victim? Who's been trafficked? Who's in the day-to-day grind of a terminal illness or dealing with special needs children or single parents who's struggling for money, struggling in any area, who's confused? I could go on and on. What are the needs of the people around you? And again, I'm just going to say, if you want more than your heart can handle, just scroll through your Facebook feed. And I don't, and I really do talk about using social media responsibly. But I have been amazed as I've started trying to be very intentional about praying for people, how many folks are turning to Facebook or Instagram to ask for prayer. And it just breaks my heart in wondering, do they have a support system near them, friends that they could ask for prayer? When you answer and say praying or you do the little praying hands emoji, I want to really challenge you to let your yes be yes and let your no be no. And if you tell somebody that you're praying for them, Pray for them and pray for them and pray for them. And then check back with them to see, has your prayer been answered? And if it has, how? And a fun thing on that one, 
I had a friend that back in Tennessee that I met years ago, James and Jacuzzi Julie, you guys over in um, Tiny Weddings in Tennessee, you get my shout out. But he asked me how he could pray for me. And I told him, and then I asked him how I could pray for him. And he answered, you know what? You just keep praying until further notice. You just keep lifting me up before the Lord. So just pray until further notice. And y'all, I'm going to tell you, it has probably been like 20 years. I don't know. It's been a long time since he shared that with me. But do you know, not a day goes by. If I think of that man, I am praying for him and his family. And because he asked me to pray until further notice and just for fun, sometimes I'll message and I'll say, Hey, do you still need me praying for you until further notice? So that's just a good um, rule of thumb. Ask people to pray for you until further notice. And on this one, I'm going to challenge you one more second. If it's you that's asking other folks to pray, where it is expedient and where it is not breaking a trust and where it is allowable and not just feeding gossip, ask them to pray specifically. Give a specific need. Pray for a specific need so you know when the Lord answers. So then seven, my seventh point is going to be begin. And I know supplication kind of took a little dive there. Point seven is that you begin. Whether it's the morning, whether it's daytime, whether it's the nighttime, whether it's the middle of the day, when you're driving, when you're standing, when you're sitting, it doesn't matter if your eyes are open, if your hands are raised, if your hands are not raised, if your eyes are closed. The point is be honest, be open, be real. God still hears. There's so many great worship songs right now. If I were doing a playlist of just songs that, that says that our God still saves, that he's, he's able, that he's just, that give me Jesus in the morning, amen and amen, I could just list in the show notes for days all of the great songs about how God still moves and that our Father knows what we need before we ask, but he delights in fellowship with us. He delights in us asking for those things that we need. That's all I have for this day. I am so thankful for you that you're here, that you joined in for part one of prayer. So I hope that you will either put it as a part of your gratitude journal or start a prayer journal where you are being intentional, where you're using your acts to pray, your adoration, your confession, your thanksgiving, and your supplication. And in doing that, not only are you going to bless your family, but that's how we begin to be world changers, mamas. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care.